In a glittering affair, APSA, in partnership with the South African National Association for the Visual Arts, announced the winners of this year's prestigious APSA Letelier competition, which celebrated its 34th year. And one of the winners was Kensani Rintlamfu, who takes a positive stand on the weight of both our countries and our families' luggage. I'm not always criticizing. I'm, I'm rather in praise and more encouraging to people to, to take a certain action. I'm actually not about looking down on many issues that are happening. We are what South Africa is today, you know. I feel it a bigger role. Sometimes you, you just have these ideas waking you up in the middle of the night. My name is Africa Melani. Kamsani, what does it feel to be announced one of the winners and ambassadors of APSA Letalier? It's a moment that's a bit surreal, you know. <laughs> it's It feels great. Don't get me wrong on that. It, it feels wonderful to be... Uh, one of the ambassadors, as, as they call us, this year's winners, we call them ambassadors for the upside Atelia. And somehow it just unlocked my imagination more, you know, on, on the platform that's been given to us. It's in what can I accomplish now? You know, what, what can I do if, if I'm getting such a big platform like the upside Atelia? For me, it's, it's really an opportunity to prove myself, you know, just to go beyond what I've I've done before. We cannot stress this enough. Being announced as one of the ambassadors and winners of the competition, it really just places you in a very different league as far as profile and mm. people knowing you and mm. knowing your work, most importantly. Mm. I keep saying, you know, every step forward is, is growth. And some steps, they feel like 10 steps at a time, you know. So this is one of them. It's like with every exhibition you do, it's it's... I mean, you do get maybe a little coverage somebody writes about you or this and that but then now in this case it's it's massive you know it's it's quite big especially with you know the the three of us having a show that's in South Africa and then it moves to Tanzania and it goes uh, to Nigeria as well so it's going to be in three different African countries which have never done before and again the opportunity to collaborate with our African brothers you know it's a privilege for me. I just feel excited about this. The other winners are Winifred Luena, who is from Dar es Salaam in Tanzania, yeah. as well as Raji Bamidele, who is in Nigeria, which is why these uh, collective winners' work will then be traveling to those countries. And of course, if you're listening to this podcast series, you'll be able to uh, hear their work and uh, their art and their passion and how they got to be here. This is not the first time you've entered the competition. No, it's not. It's it's. I think it's my third time. The two previous times I've entered, I went through to the top hundred, and then this time yeah, I made it as 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 one of the winners and uh, for, for the Absa Atelier twenty nineteen. And what is it that you think made you get it this time around? I hate blowing my own horn, but I believe that my my work has strengthened through time, you know. Even when it was at the top 100, I mean, you're obviously hoping to be the winner at that time, and it doesn't happen. And whoever wins, most of the time I keep saying, you know, things happen at the right time, and whoever wins do deserve it because, I mean, they they've obviously done something differently that, you know, I, I didn't do. However, with the work I entered... Somehow I suspect it's something new to people and they still, you know, they're still gravitating into it so much. You know, they, 
they're still amazed about uh, i mean with the technique that i used there uh, with the materials employed on the on 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 the sculptures so i think that on its own holds so much weight and then probably the conceptual statements as well they also resonate with 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 the current uh, south africa as well so maybe ups i mean they didn't say this and this and this made you win like list down you know but i'm just speaking at the top of my head now that those could be the things that apsa probably saw fitting for for me to take the award this year and let's talk about the work uh it is it is it is a universe of woven realities as you write in your statement and you use a lot of rope to to create magic yeah yeah, well, <laughs> and then you you need to try to untangle this woven <laughs> reality, right? But <laughs> so I think you know it, it's a it's a metaphor for life on a South African landscape. I think you know, or, or in Africa, because our realities. I mean, we have these wars that sometimes you don't even know why they're happening. You know. And when you ask this person, why did you do that to your sister or your brother? Why why are you being so violent to the next person? And they don't really have an you know an actual answer, you know. So you realize that you know it's been an accumulation of ideas that have been implanted in in society, and eventually some things are not taken care of. So eventually, this society it erupts, you know, into violence out of these frustrations that we're going through. As a collective, you know, as South Africa, you know, the unemployment and uh, th- there's like many challenges, which I think happens with many countries in the world, you know. So, but then if they're not addressed, then eventually you find a country like what South Africa is going through today, you know, these xenophobic uh, attacks, which I know that many of us, we don't stand for that, you know, it's just a handful of people that are really messing up the image for the entire country. But when you find us at this stage, then you start realizing that there's these ideological influences that have brought us to this stage. So with robes, I, I use it as a, as a metaphor for those uh, realities, you know, or those ideologies that we dwell in. And then putting them, knitting them together, they, they make this figure. You know, you're looking at a figure from rope. And then usually my, my figures have movement a lot. You know, I, I, I love theater. So I, I study a lot of body movement, theatrical-wise. <laughs> so now now you have this idea being put into a tangible form, which is, in this case, a figure that's maybe, you know, laboring, pulling. In Absa's case, the body of work that I entered, I know it's, it's the land intercessors. So it's people digging through land in search of, of their identity, you know, all the ancestral worships that have taken place on the land you know the archaeological findings that we we discover on the land it exhibits time as well so it challenges the question of who does land really belong to you know who will at the end of the day say i own a piece of land and it's fully mine out of a population of 50 million plus south africans it's it's really a concerning question that should we start dividing land to every South African that stays in this country, you know, it's still going to be a challenge again. So we need to find, you know, other solutions to really work around this issue. So I think I'm also challenging the, the, the thinking behind that because it's such things that, you know, lead uh, our country to, to be in a state it's mm-hmm. in today. As well. The work does not offer those alternative solutions necessarily, but it invites 
the audience of your work to start reflecting. Yeah. Going, yeah. What could those potential alternative exactly. solutions be? So, so we shouldn't just be a mess mind that responds to any idea that's presented to us. We really do need to th- sit back and think, although it's in small groups, you know, and really quantify on what is the best uh, solution moving forward. I, I honestly don't have the answers you know i i'm i'm not the god of of sa to to move south africa in this one direction i also learn you know i i keep reading and i keep searching for for other solutions i mean we could speak here on how should we take on farming maybe you know because then i've gathered a few ideas from people that i think in my personal view make sense you know instead of going it the violent way M- many other things that we could take care of in in a better way than we're doing mm-hmm. at, at the moment so I don't think I offer solutions, but all I say is these guys look like they, like in some intense labor, they're pulling things that you, you don't even see. So all I'm saying is I invite people to journey as well into working on a positive South Africa at the moment, you know, into a positive society, whether it's small communities like our townships, our neighborhoods, or even a broader Africa. But then all I do is I invite people to say, how do we, Look at this guy and what he's doing, and how how do we partner with him and help him, you know, move this country forward? Like these mine workers are always underground and making sure they're finding that platinum. You know, our strength rests on those guys. You know, it rests on you know our farm workers. I'm a broadcaster, and I think one of one of my key roles in in my job is to help the listener make mm. sense of their world. It's easy sometimes to academically engage with what is happening, right? Mm. Uh, the debate around land uh, reform and whether we yeah. should, you know, take it away from people that are having to pay for it. Uh, you made reference mm. to xenophobic attacks that mm. are really the conversation today and a powerful question asked by the chair of the uh, Somali Association in South Africa. How can you be a foreigner in an African soil? Th- these are all pertinent yeah. questions. Mm. We, we're dealing with gender-based violence at the moment where there's a, a demand for, for the president and for the leadership to make strong statements about gender-based mm. violence. Once again, my listener will turn to me on the radio station and hope that I can make sense of that world for them. Mm. Do you, as an artist, feel a similar responsibility that you need to reflect on what is happening around you and around yeah. South Africa, around the world, yeah. and and have your audience try to make sense of what is happening as well? I think so. You know, we, we have that responsibility to not only react after something has happened. There, there is times where I think we need to provide what could be a possible solution. I'm not always criticizing. I, I don't think I, I play that role a lot. I'm, I'm rather in praise and more encouraging to people to take a certain action. I'm actually not about looking down on many issues that are happening, but I mean, we are present today in this life, 2019, so we are what South Africa is today. I feel it a bigger role. Sometimes you you just have these ideas waking you up in the middle of the night, and you just need to you just need to stand in that gap and and produce you know sometimes you even clueless of what you're making but then the person that receives it they, i remember this lady was like this sculpture reminds me of my grandfather wow it's actually a lady standing looking up it's like it reminds me of my grandfather you know that guy ha- he had this family together and it just touched her so bad and then she was following me around like trying to 
to tell me more ab- about FM. And I, you know, I was patiently listening, although it was a busy day. But I realized that sometimes we we don't have to know the end solution of certain things. As long as it leads you and calls you to to make it, then just be available to to be that vessel that produces this thing. And where did it all start, Kansani? When did you realize that you had a, a knack for art? Mm, I don't know. I think growing up, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't have that one special event or day or year. Because, I mean, growing up, I drew a lot. It was fun. And I was I was a sports guy, you know. So I, I played a lot of sporting codes. So I spent most of my day in, in a tennis court and soccer fields and, you know, volleyball. But here and there, I'd find time to to make drawings, you know. I, I was that guy who was actually distracted by things that were not academic in a sense. But I just loved drawing. And I have one friend who's doing very well in the art industry. And he he'd encouraged me to to choose art because I draw well or I, I, I have an understanding of which my heart was in sports. I mean, when I was in high school and I said, now I want to do sports. However, I think maybe, you know, weighing the two options, I was like, I probably have a shorter career in, in sports <laughs> than, than art. Well, blindly chose art. And then worked a little, you know, after my, my, my BTEC graduation, uh, I, I worked in, in a stationery shop. I worked at the government and at the, at the foundry. But there was always this calling. There was always this yearning to, for, for me to produce. So in my spare time, I would make something in my room, but I would never exhibit them for a short little while until I, I resigned at the foundry because now, at that time, I was a bit busy exhibiting here and there. And then when the demand grew, I also resigned. But all in all, I think it's it's still worth it. It's still, you know, there's still this fire burning to, to make more every day. And I, I can't really explain what it is that I, I don't even have that one event that said, yeah, I was going for art. But I just feel that it's it's home for me. It's where it's and what is that fire burning at the moment? Uh, what's waking you up in the middle of the night? What are you creating? Well, sometimes I I just see images more than ideas, more than uh, concepts. So I think at the moment my my fire is in putting robes together in a different way this time around. You know, I'm still seeing rope at the moment because I think it's it, it it's not like an old uh, medium that I've been using. It's probably two years, so uh, it's still new on me. There's still so much to to discover out of strings. Speaking to one guy, he told me about how, you know, strings in a... I'm not sure which, uh, I think the Indian philosophy or something, they they call it a a thing that knits everything together. It, it, It combines it and it makes it one. So I should also pick up these ideas and pull South Africa together as, as one at the end. So it's like, wow. Yeah. And hopefully have fun while you're doing it. <laughs> I'm I'm enjoying every moment. Well, sometimes I have backaches because sculpture is intense, but <laughs> if it's not that, uh, I'm enjoying it. And, and I'm always excited for, for new things that are happening, you know. I mean, new things that I'm about to do or every time I start on a project, it's like, Wow. I, I remember praying the other day, just thanking God that, I mean, just randomly around 11 o'clock in the morning working there and just, you know, took a time off and thank, I just thank God for giving me the opportunity to be in studio and making these things. 
because I mean the following day sometimes after a sculpture or a drawing whatever because I work in many different uh, disciplines so after that artwork is done tomorrow morning you wake up and you get in the studio you see it there it shocks you you know it it, it humbles you down so much you're like wow I actually created this because sometimes we we dwell in the process I, I, I love the process of making you know this the sound of of strings that you pull in the the smell that does that gets in your face and all that uh, I enjoy that process of making, cre- working towards an image that's in your head. So you're actually going back to it manually and slowly. And that process is always interesting to say, I know I'm going to achieve this, but although it looks like this, and then, you know, it's it's an amazing process. So when you see the end product, it's, it's much better. It's, it's just a blessing. It's a visceral piece of work, evocative and engaging. Thank you very much for allowing yourself to be a vessel to (laughs) express that art. Kinsani Rinkamfu, one of uh, the winners and ambassadors of the APSA L'Atelier for 2019. You'll be able to see his work exhibited at the APSA Gallery in Johannesburg before he travels to uh, Tanzania and to Nigeria.